Welcome to Get Your Swag Back with Steve Clements. This podcast is a brash, barrier-breaking, unapologetic look at the modern male, his masculinity, and the lies he is taught on how to attract, date, and act in relationships with women. We uncover and expose the problems men have in the dating arena, especially after a bad breakup or divorce, and show them how to set their ship straight. We also look into the mind of women and why they may stay with one man versus another, unveil the secret language of women, teach you women speak, and the positive traits that women come running to when they see you in the modern masculine man. Make your comeback, take your balls back, and get your swag back. Welcome to Get Your Swag Back with Steve Clements. Guys, how you doing today? I'm back again. Today we're going to talk about female decoding. What signs you look for in a toxic relationship and what signs you look for in a quality woman. A lot of guys go out there to get married, to get into a bad relationship, break up. Next thing you know, they're in another bad relationship. What the hell? Why do they keep going into this? Maybe you need to look at the signs of what a woman gives off and know your values. What are your values? What are the qualities you have and what are the qualities you want to have in a woman? And what are the qualities you don't want in a woman? You know, you gotta look at both sides. The girl may be beautiful, but she might be a little narcissistic. She might be a little self-absorbed. You know, she may be like kind of a little princess and look down on people. You know, those are those different qualities what qualities you don't want in a woman and what qualities you do want. Is she fun? Is she like uplifting? Do when you see her, do you get excited? You know, is she does she push you? Does she play? Is she playful? Does she have her, you know, head together? All good qualities and qualities that you want. Does she take care of herself? If you take care of herself, why shouldn't your girl take care of herself? But I'm gonna go over tonight with the help of Andrew Furby who wrote The Dating Relationship for Men Today. And it, uh, he has some things, signals of red flags for toxicity and what he calls the green lights for quality women. And first thing you have to do is narrow down what you want. You know, what are the qualities you want in a woman? You know, some of Andrew's are aliveness, adventure, love, fun, you know, financially responsible, friendly, healthy, has a great family life, interpersonal growth, Creativity. She has clear goals and is moving towards them. She loves to travel, experience new cultures. She has high standards for herself and the people closest to her. She uh, is close with her family. Her parents are together. Hey, she's adventurous. She's a free spirit, you know, willing to take a spontaneous risk. She has her own hobbies outside of partying and drinking and getting stoned. She can hold her own in social situations. And she sometimes does stuff that impresses me. Hey, that I admire. Those are some qualities that you would want in a woman. Andrew goes over the five green lights of high-quality woman. Number one is high self-esteem. And it's probably the first and most important trait that you can look for in a long-term partner. And that is high self-esteem. Near, nearly every red flag about a woman is a result of low self-esteem or insecurity. The woman uh, you're dating should value herself highly. She should want to be with you yet be entirely happy and content whether or not you or any other man in our, that are in our life. At the end of the day, all people need validation 
and they will either give it to themselves internally or try to get it externally from those around them. If you date a woman with low self-esteem, she'll constantly be looking for you for approval and she'll feel paralyzed by making even the simplest decisions. Prone to fall in codependency, which is not a great way to go. I mean, someone who's so needy and insecure, it's, it's kind of like having a you know, ball and chain, literally, dragging you down. However, when you date a woman with high self-esteem, she'll push you to be a better person and she won't tolerate low-class behavior from anyone. She'll value herself enough to be honest and set strong boundaries with you. Ultimately, high self-esteem women is the bedrock that terms a high-quality woman, which will make a more fulfilling life. I mean, if you have a woman who is just, you know, has great self-esteem, is very confident, that's, that's awesome. That's what you look for. I mean, that's what I would look for. Somebody who isn't like you needy, jealous, or insecure, checking up on you all the time or needing you to help her make a decision. She can't do anything without you. You want a girl that says, hey, I know what to do. And I'm like, hey, I know what I can do, <laughs> you know. You want, it, you want to have it kind of like an even, good flow. And the second one he has is happy and positive, which is one of my top priorities in a woman. I want a woman who's happy and fun. It looks, you know, you know, that cup is half full. You know, excited about life. It's positive. It's not a nag. It doesn't drag you down, right? I mean, or somebody's so critical. When somebody says, man, let's go have fun. Let's... Let's do something crazy, you know, spontaneous. And uh, those type of things are contagious, you know. And if your partner is happy and positive and can find, like, the silver lining in the storm that will throw at you, you your entire world will be brighter and happy. I mean, if she's negative and unhappy, uh, nothing you can do can fix this. And she'll find a way to ruin even your best of days. You can't expect her to be this way all the time. I mean, come on. Nobody's happy 100% of the time, but you want more positive emotions into your life than the negative ones. Because I was in a marriage that it was just, you know, God bless her. She's a great mother, good woman. But me and her, it was like oil and water and she was so negative and it was really miserable. One person that's happy and positive and, you know, wants to be part of the mix, wants to have fun, wants to mix it up. The goal of your relationship is to amplify the experiences in your life, not dampen them. I love that. If you're in a romantic relationship with someone, they should have a default emotional state that improves the experiences you share together. If your partner is unable to be happy and positive, then you should consider moving on until you can find somebody else that is happy and positive. Three, sexual compatibility. That's a big one, right? You want to be good in bed. You want things to be great in bed. If you're really lovely woman and crazy about her and the sex ain't too great that's that's a big that could be a big problem if you don't confront it or you don't air it out sex is one of the ultimate forms of human connection it's an intimate highly pleasurable experience it forms a strong pillar of romantic relationship it's important that any woman you date seriously is sexually compatible with you you want to find a woman who has slightly higher sex drive than you that's always good you know it will get, you know, she'll wear you out. Nothing causes more problems in a relationship than feeling like sex is a chore. And you're taking from your partner every time you want to be intimate. It should feel like she's making a big sacrifice. It shouldn't feel like that. She's making a big sacrifice. And now you owe her. 
You want to find a woman who wants sex as much as you, if not slightly more than you do. And your relationship will be a hell of a lot better for it. Be aware that if her sex drive is too much higher than yours, that, you, that can cause just as many problems, right? A dating woman with low sex drive. Great sex does not solve the major problems in a relationship, but it can add fuel to the fire and cause the relationship to fail. Healthy and fit. Is she healthy and is she fit? Beyond the desire to have an attractive partner for, for years, having a healthy, fit, and active partner is essential to your relationship success. A number of reasons. Women who exercise regularly are less likely to develop depression and anxiety. They tend to be happier, healthier, and more positive. The sex drive will be higher. They'll be more attractive to you. And there's no reason to feel shame about this. They will have a higher self-esteem. There's no reason to feel ashamed because if you take care of yourself, like I said, and you would want a woman who wants to take care of herself. When they're healthy and fit, they'll age better. There'll be less stress and they'll remain sexy to you. You don't want a woman who is very attractive today and a few years down the road she lets herself go and starts a bad diet and no fitness. You know, she may check a lot of boxes internally and you always love her, but silently inside your mind. You'll resent her and probably looking at checking out other women. And it goes both ways, right? You got to stay fit and healthy. You have every right to have a partner that has the same qualities you have. Don't feel shame in wanting your woman to remain attractive and to you and more importantly to herself. At the end of the day, everything's better when you and your partner are fit and healthier. I mean, Especially if you love to work out together or you like to do fun things together that are active, that keep you healthy. You know, cooking, you know, playing tennis or golf or bungee jumping, stuff like that. Just things you want to do together. You have fun together. You're staying fit and you're staying active. Number five, high quality women. Green light, growth mindset and self-awareness. Woman with a fixed mindset is a woman who will sabotage your hopes, dreams, and goals for the future. She'll want you to stay complacent out of fear. If you grow, you'll leave her behind. Woman with a growth mindset is a woman who will constantly push you to be better, who will open to new ideas and will help you live your best life. She should make you better by challenging you, calling you out on your bullshit, encouraging you to grow in positive ways. You should with, as you should with her too. Women with growth mindsets tend to be happier, more self-aware, Making strides towards improving their lives demand that the man they date does the same. Life is never boring, and if she's pursuing goals, hobbies, and passions of her own, as you are, that's beautiful. Those are the five top green lights, the positive quality traits of a good woman that you would look for. Now, here's the red flags. There's eight red flags you should look for that are toxic and could drive you crazy and lead you to have a miserable relationship or marriage if you don't recognize them. Because like, it's like you'll either know the signs or you'll be a blind man walking down the street and get broadsided by a bus or getting you know, run over. A lot of guys get into relationships out of the pure physical attributes of a, of a woman but overlook the nasty bad habits she has or the, the narcissistic or the selfish and try to play it off as it's nothing, but it will eat away at you. Number one red flag, she's rude to those people 
she thinks are beneath her. And this has got to deal with if you go to the restaurant, like I bartend, and I've seen these little princesses come in and they think they're better than you, you know? They talk down to you. Any woman who has that, and this reveals at her core and how she views herself. If you're on a date with a woman and she treats the service staff poorly, walk out, just leave. I like to say, run, Forrest, run. You know, run, Forrest, run. You want to get the hell out of there. And, you know, I've been on dates that women were, you know, like this. And more, you know, more, few, more than a few instances when I was out with a woman and they acted mean to the, you know, the barista, the Starbucks, the bartender at the bar, the server. And these women can turn into absolute nightmares as girlfriends. It can make your life a living hell. Don't spend time with women who treat other people with disrespect, vulgarity, or contempt. And don't let anybody treat you like that, especially women. You know, no, you don't treat me like that. You better watch you know, yourself. Don't do that. So don't spend time with them women. And it doesn't matter how hot she is, because this attitude if she treats the bartender, the barista, the server like that, and you're in a relationship with her, guess what? It's your turn. She's gonna blame you for everything. You know, we all have bad days, but if someone you, you're dating never says please or thank you for anything, it's a sign she's overly entitled and spoiled. And neither of these are attractive traits in a partner. You can call her out on this and see how she responds to you. And whatever she says, what her answer is, will tell you what to do, right? She says, fuck you, time to go. Run, Forrest, run. Number two red flag, she has low quality friends. Tony Robbins always says the five people you hang around with, show me the five people who you hang around with and I'll show you your life. Whoever, whatever you surround, whatever environment you're in, whether it's a successful environment, or a negative environment, a happy one, positive one, a fun one, or a dreary, miserable environment. And there's, the environment is the people you hang around with, like in your work or, or your friendships. If they bring you down all the time, guess what? You're gonna go down. You know, if she, if she has friends, you know, her friends are a direct reflection of her. It'll be hard for her to improve her life when those closest to her are stagnant and downright bad influences. They try to bring her down out of fear of losing her. Sounds familiar. If they sense her life is improving as a result of being with you, then her friends can turn her against you. You'll be fighting an uphill battle as the relationship progresses. People can change and, and get new friends, but you should be paying attention to the quality of people she spends most of her time with. After you're dating for a few months, you maybe have a dinner and invite her three best friends. People that she spends time with are a very good indicator of what type of person she is. Her closest friends will bring out her true colors. This will help you shortcut the filtration phase and allow you to better gauge her character before wasting time on her and energy. Time is your most precious capital. If you can recognize these signs quickly, you can cut out a lot of drama. You can save a lot of money. You can save your most important capital time. 
look for these red flags, low quality friends, acts like a princess is rude to the uh, service staff. Number three, she's got no passion or vision for her future. If she goes out and parties and does drugs and shops and watches like the Jerry Springer, the Maury Povich, you know, Maury Povich, uh, you are not the father. She's watching shows like that, and that's her life. Red flag. Run for his run. When a woman has passions and a vision that she's actively working towards, she's more alive and engaged in life. She's not letting life happen to her. She's actively creating a better life. It's not an instant deal breaker, of course, since people can change, but you can help guide her. But if she refuses to do anything with her life or says she'll change but takes no action, it's a sign that she'll slowly bring you down to. You are a combination of the five people you hang around most. During the first month of dating, ask her about her vision or passions for the future. And over the course of the following weeks, pay a careful attention to whether or not she takes any action towards that vision or her passions. Don't listen to what women say. Watch what they do. Okay, women will say one thing, but when they'll do another. Women don't want to hurt your feelings. Women are not direct. They have implicit communication. They suggest stuff. They throw little hints out there. They're not going to directly say stuff to you because they're afraid of hurting your feelings. They use implicit communication. Always watch what women do. Number four, she's overly nosy and often jealous. That's a big red flag. If you find your girlfriend snooping around in your phone, on your laptop, on your computer, going through your personal items, reading your damn life journal, you're searching your browsers, she has serious trust issues. She has low self-esteem and no personal boundaries. Some jealousy is natural, right? Even in a healthy relationship, but extreme jealousy, the kind where you can't even look in another woman's direction without feeling her wrath is a sign of deep-rooted problems. A woman who cannot trust you to be faithful to her is a woman who will make your life miserable in the long run. It's simply not worth it. Number five, she has a mental issue and she's not taking care of it. Yeah, unlike some of these red flags on this list, this is a tough one. It doesn't have to be an instant deal breaker, but you cannot overlook the this and pretend like it's not a big deal. It could be a very big deal that affects your life. Women with PTSD, OCD, you know, bipolar, ADD, ADHD. And if they're not taking care of it, if they're not taking their medication, they're not doing what they need to do to take care of themselves or go to the counselor, that is a big red flag because they're going to wig out. Eventually on you, they can put up a front and do all the right things to catch you. But when they got you and they let things slack off, like the meds or the counseling, big, I mean, big problems. I've seen this happen. It's not pretty and it goes, it goes spiraling really quick. There are many amazing women out there that are legitimately medically predisposed towards depressive or anxious patterns from probably childhood traumas. They're not damaged, bad, or unsuitable as partners. They're, not, they're also not incapable of controlling their emotions or behavior, growing from the challenges into a strong woman. However, you need to be fully aware that you're getting what you're getting yourself into if she rocks your world and be aware of her medical challenges. If she's doing all the right things, then, it, you know, it could be a problem. But 
in this type of situation, one slip, you know, you never know, right? She's going to therapy and taking her meds. That's a very positive in the relationship in my work. But why give yourself more trouble, right? Don't go after women that are like a fixer-upper, you know? Don't go after women that are a project. Look for quality women. You may be in a relationship with a woman that has passed your circumstances and she really, she can't grow from it. She can't go beyond it. And that can put a burden on you because she could put her problems from childhood or bad experiences and lay them on you. So understand if you take a woman who has these conditions and she's not very good about taking care of herself with them or going to counseling, taking the meds, you're in for a lot of drama and you're in for you know, kind of a, a relationship that's going to be very stressed. So avoid that. Six red flags. She was abused when she was growing up. This is kind of sad. There are many women who are sexually, emotionally, and physically abused in their past and take that pain and use it to go stronger. Unfortunately, there are the exception. Women who have had traumas in the past and who have overcome them and worked on themselves and grew stronger from it. Those are the exception, not the rule. A lot of problems are the limiting beliefs in people's lives that are results of past traumas. Be aware that the past abuse and trauma can maintain itself in unexpected ways in your relationship. It's not your job to be her psychotherapist and fix her problems. Don't get a project for a relationship. You want easy flow, no drama. You want to be in alignment. You want to have the same qualities that she has. You want those qualities in your woman. So you need to, you know, she needs to take a proactive lead role to heal her past trauma. It's up to her. You can't fix her. You can't fix anyone else. You can only fix yourself. So if these past issues are an excuse for her why her life isn't going well, she usually will lash out. She'll exhibit trust issues, a lot of jealousy, a lot of second-class behavior, low-life behavior. And that's not a healthy place to be in a relationship, and that will drag you down with her. Many people have faced abuse in their past, some of it unimaginable, and they become strong, successful, resilient people. If that's who she is, then she hasn't recovered enough to be a suitable partner at this time. Support her, love her, and listen to her, but don't feel like it's your job to solve her life's problems. Again, guys, we're not flipping, you know, it's not flip this house, flip this woman, okay? It's not up to you, it's up to her. You know, and it's also, if you take on this type of, of woman, it can be a lot of extra work, stress, drama for you that probably just isn't necessary. You could waste a lot of money and a lot of your precious time being stressed out by this, and you really want to avoid that. Red flag number seven, she can't communicate effectively and isn't willing to improve. If she can't open up and share how she's feeling and speak her truth, you will never likely have a relationship that grows past surface layer lust. There will always be a problem left unresolved or unspoken. You won't even know it, but you'll always be doing something wrong and she'll be silently frustrated, holding back and making you pay in covert ways. Passive aggressive. Hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, all of a sudden, wham, out of nowhere, boom. Equally, any woman who cannot admit when that she's wrong and apologize 
is a woman that is unable to learn and grow as a person if she's always have to be right. And that that's what my wife was. She was always right. She knew it all. You find yourself up late arguing about nonsense. So true. You argue about stupid stuff, minutia. You're dealing with someone who can't communicate effectively. Hey, men do it too. You know, I wasn't a great communicator. I didn't speak my truth. I'm just learning that now. Just trying to be me speaking my truth. This is part of my recovery, right? <laughs> Putting this stuff out there to help you guys. It also helps me. Hey, nobody's perfect. A woman with a superiority complex who believes she can do no wrong or can't open up and tell you what's really going on in her life is a recipe for a relationship that will always be based on surviving and rarely thriving. Oh my God, that's my that was my life. I was just in survival mode. I didn't even think I could thrive. I was so miserable in that relationship and it wasn't her fault. It was my fault because I was a bitch. I didn't leave it. I should have left it, but I didn't. I thought I was doing the right Catholic thing, staying together for the kids. And that was probably the worst thing I could have done because that really didn't help my children out. It didn't show them a quality relationship. Red flag number eight, she's overly self-absorbed. Oh my God, I've seen this so much at the bar. The girl's always taking those selfies of herself, checking her likes on the uh, Facebook, on her pictures, you know, seeing how many friends, new friends she's got, seeing how many new comments she's got. A guy can be sitting there talking to her. She's just like looking at the phone and blah, blah, blah. This is a woman who's constantly taking selfies, bing, always on her phone, talking about her followers, addicted to, to chasing likes on social media. So generally self-absorbed that she misses what's happening around her in the real world. Just take off, run for us, run. How do you do it? Run for us, run! Take off, get out of there. Why waste your precious time? The most precious capital is your time. Don't waste it, trust me. Okay, you don't wanna waste your time. I cannot waste any more time. Now, I'm not. You either say, hell yes, hell yes, or no. That's the way life should be. Hell yes, or no. Sorry, she is absorbed and missing stuff that's around her. You'll benefit more from the sprint that you take right then than any more time with that woman. There's been many women out there, and I can tell you from experience that they're intolerable in the long run. This red flag in particular is a growing trend among younger women. You deserve to be with a woman with high self-esteem and the humility to match it. At this point, I know you're probably thinking, damn, after all these red flags, there won't be any woman left to date. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's scarcity-based thinking. That's not abundance thinking. Fellas, there's 3.5 billion women out there, okay? You couldn't date that many women in 10 lifetimes. There are women out there you have to dig, you have to look, you have to put yourself out there, you have to try. You have to be fearless approacher. You gotta go for the number. Right? You go on a date, ask for dates, don't mess around. Why waste your time, your most precious capital? Don't waste it. Well, that's it, guys. This female decoder session coming to an end, but I'll have more of the decoding of the female. This might become a new series. But remember, guys, my mission is 
to help 300 million men worldwide to take their balls back, make their comeback, and get their swag back. All right, that's it for now. And remember, fellas, it ain't over. So they're patting you on the face with a shovel. Steve Clemens signing off for now. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Get Your Swag Back podcast with Steve Clements. And if you like this shit, please subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast platform. Also, if you know anyone that may need to hear this podcast, which is 90% of the men in the world, send them my way. Please send us your feedback, questions, and comments to swagbackdocdoc at gmail.com. I love reading hate mail. Thanks for listening, and fellas, take your balls back and get your swag back. See you next podcast.